Hi everyone, it's Aubrey from Be The Evidence Podcast. Susan, Grace, and I are so excited that you're tuning in. And you're tuning in as we're clearing out the, of the eclipse window and as Mercury is finally about to go direct and as we are approaching and entering and welcoming a new moon. It's potent energy. This whole summer has just been potent, to say the least. Before we get into the podcast, uh, a couple of announcements that Susan and I would like to make would be that we have a community membership. So if you are missing us in between podcasts, between the new moon and the full moon, know that there's a weekly group that meets where there's live calls and there's pop-up calls and there are tarot readings and there are daily posts and community members that post within forums and support you. And then there's also the opportunity for private readings. Because let's be frank, we've all been moving through some pretty heavy lifting, rearranging. And sometimes we need support. Sometimes we need validation. Sometimes we need to be seen and witnessed and to know that what we're experiencing is part of a bigger journey. And how better to do that than with two people that will look at your astrology chart and sit with your guides. So if that calls to you as you're listening to the podcast, know that you can reach Susan and I in two different ways. Be the evidence.live is our community forum. There you can find the readings that we offer. Those are private nature for you and us to sit together and get really specific downloads directly for you. Be the evidence.live also houses our community forum. So that's where the live calls go. That's where the notes about the energy that we're sitting in for the month is going. That's where um, there's community interaction. That's also accessible at any point in time. If any of that resonates, please feel free to check it out to look us up. We're also on Instagram and have just begun to be on Twitter. We're working on lots of projects to deliver and to help with uprising, to help with aligning with your intuition, to help with opening to your guides and feeling really validated in the pursuit of consciousness. We're really, really grateful that you're here, that you're listening in, that you're experiencing, that you are evolving, that you are choosing presence. This new moon is in Leo and it's offering us an opportunity to reach for fire, to reach for our passion, to reach for our creativity. And we are really grateful that you're joining us in the bode and in the birth of our creativity. So thank you so much for being here. We look forward to hearing you from you in any manner that feels pertinent. And now here's the podcast. <laughs> I mean, you just said it. We need that fire coming in because Lord have mercy. The sirens are going off because of how emotional the bodies have been legitimately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been, um, you know, the eclipse season is closing out um, as of the 31st with the new moon and Mercury happens to be going direct at the same time. It's overnight on the 31st. so coming out of the eclipse season, 
eclipse season, in my opinion, starts two weeks before the eclipse, the first eclipse, and then we come fully out of it two weeks after the second eclipse or the last eclipse, if it's in threes. Um, so we've been in this for about six weeks, and it's typical, normal, predictable that at this point, I mean, we're 24 hours out to 12, well, you know, we're almost there. Got one more day. Right. When we start going, oh my God, are we going to make it? It's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels so draining. It feels like there's no energy. Yesterday I had to take three baths. <laughs> three. Because I seriously was like, I don't have energy for this. Like I just, I mean, it's, in, it's the energy of how do I um, take care of myself so much during such density, during such emotional pulling and emotional heavy, heavy lifting um, and holding open that space for, like I keep getting this message of trust, um, holding open that space that like you can trust that life works out in your favor, that you can trust that you end up where you're supposed to go, that life is filled with abundance and joy and happiness and prosperity and love and sacred connection and that you get to live a very inspired life. But holding up that space feels so, like, it, I mean, like the only word I have for it is just dense, like that it requires all of your muscles to just be in that space of like, I'm going to try to hold open that opportunity. Yeah, it's, it's, we've been in six retrogrades, if you count Chiron, in a very intense eclipse season. I mean, this, this eclipse season is major. Mm-hmm. Six eclipses, I mean, six retrogrades at the same time. It can feel like the walls have been closing in on you. And the strength that it's taken to hold those walls out and just stop, stop where you are. You don't know what's happening. I mean, and not fall into feeling like you've been forgotten or dropped or you're not supported or whatever, or, the, or like you won't make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get to where like you're, there's muscle fatigue, like you're shaking because you're having to hold so much back. But that's, thank God for Leo. I mean, we're, we're, we've already got a lot of Leo happening with Venus and Sun and Mars. That's a Leo stellium. But Moon's going to join. August 11th, Mercury's going to join. We need that fire of Leo to burn off some of this water. And where it's been kind of blind trust during the retrogrades, at least with Mercury direct, and add Leo on top of it, now we start getting into following our hearts into really believing in ourselves, mm-hmm. not just hoping that something invisible is going to open up for us, because that's kind of what it's felt like. But I, now it's like, no, I believe in me. I'm amazing. I'm going to keep going. I believe in myself. Yeah, we, we need that. We need it so much too. And I think it's like, this is how we learn receiving. Like you and I've had these conversations with a lot of clients in our um, private duo readings lately about how willing we are to receive ourselves. Right. And like the more that we're in the reception of like, man, I'm taking good care of myself, man. I drank a glass of water today. I went outside and sat for the, with the sun on my skin for a couple of minutes. Like I didn't respond with um, aggression or I took five minutes before I responded at all, right? Like in all of the ways that we are showing up for ourselves, it's like that piece of being able to receive ourselves and going, good job. You're still showing up. Way to go. Like, I think that's what's going to stoke these like Leo fires for us. Of Like no possibility gets delivered because we're in full reception of ourselves and reception of our healing and reception of the way that we are choosing to walk forward and show up and consistently expand. 
Yeah, so that Leo energy with North Node and Cancer, while there's a, a true collapse happening in systems, traditions, rules, expectations, what you thought was going to stand the test of time but isn't, um, when what you thought was true is falling away, that pull into now Leo, but North Node and Cancer too, is having us repair our own humanness, repair our own heart, repair our brave vulnerability. It's a whole lot of being on your own side. Yeah. And it's it's very much about you and you. I think that it's it's it can be uh, tempting to try and grab onto somebody else. If you've been attached to one thing and it's collapsing, go, oh shit, and try and grab onto something else. Um, but really it's like don't grab onto anything. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who are you? What makes you happy? What lights you up? What do you feel inspired by? What do you want to reach for? What makes your heart melt? I think a lot of people have forgotten those things. Yeah. And I think the request there is to sit with yourself, to sit with yourself in the discomfort, right? I mean, I think for most of the people that we've sat with lately and myself included, the pattern has been worn where you go, I'm uncomfortable. Here, you make me comfortable. Or here, I'm going to go buy something, right? Like whatever, there's an action, there's a pattern that has been worn into place of like, I'm in discomfort. So I do these things in order to make myself comfortable. And the interaction now of like just sitting in it and being like, all right, here I am uncomfortable. And it's opening me up to a brand new awareness. It's opening up to myself and like in healing in a way that I haven't healed before. And it's bringing me back into my source of center, which is where passion gets stoked from, which is where creativity is inspired, which is where new lives are born out of because we're sitting into, in that discomfort and going, what is this here to teach me? What can I create from this? It's like somebody giving you a bunch of this weekend. I had a neighbor and he's an elderly man. Um, and he was like, Hey, I've got some things. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be good. And he has all these national geographics from the forties and the fifties. And he's like, I'm just going to throw them away, but doing them. I'm like, yeah, it's like being gifted things that people would think of as rags, right. Of trash and then going, okay. And now what do I, what can I create from this? It's like those pieces of ourselves that we forgot to heal, that we forgot to sit with, that we covered up, that we turned away from, that we ignored or we denied are all coming back up going, okay. And now what do you want to create with them? It's like the the compost becoming the luscious fruit, right? That's filled with flavor. I think that is a supremely important piece because if you're going to not run from your discomfort and Lord knows I'm in it too. Okay. Right. If you're going to stop running from your discomfort, stop blaming, stop grabbing, stop denying and just sit in it. I mean, that's not where it stops. It doesn't stop with sitting in it and you can fall into thinking you're stuck that way. No, you're not. What are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. What are you going to create from it? Where do you go from here? That requires you to really believe in yourself and love yourself, even in the stillness and the discomfort of the not knowing and in the discomfort in facing trauma or pain or the past that you haven't healed all the way. I think it's, I think people avoid that because they think they're going to get in it and won't be able to get out. Yep. That, that, that that's where they're going to live in discomfort and hurt. And you won't know until you do it, 
that if you'll just stay there and don't run and be on your own side, you get to the other side of it. It's not permanent. Mm -hmm. We always have the ability to heal. We always are going up and out. Yeah, it's that willingness to breathe. I think for me, a lot of times, I mean, I think you'll resonate with this. If I can view it as I would talk to my child when my six-year-old is having a complete meltdown, right? And a going, this is not going to last. Let's find our deep breath here. Let's find presence. Like let's be with what is arising so that we can get on the other side of it and look back and go, what did I learn from that? When I can approach myself with the same tenderness and go, the despair, the old storylines, the limitations, the smallness, the shame, the doubt, the fear that I've held for eons are not coming up to suck me under, but are coming up so that they can be moved out of the way so that I can tend to them and make them something else. There's like, I experience more freedom and that more tenderness within myself because then I can cultivate a level of curiosity. And I think that that's the piece of like this Leo energy is like the more that we can um, cultivate curiosity within ourselves is also how we generate more creativity. That's also how we use the fires of creating lives that are, we're passionate about, that we're deeply joyful about. And start with being passionate about yourself. Mm -hmm. For native Leo people, um, sometimes they can get feedback from others who are feeling insecure about themselves. Honestly, they can say that Leos are arrogant and selfish. It's not true. They just have a whole lot of love in their heart, first and foremost for themselves. We all need that. Mm -hmm. We all need to get into like, first of all, self-compassion, but also like, you know, whenever you're building a fire, like it starts off slow and you have to feed it oxygen for it to get bigger, yep. stoking the fire of, Hey, you're doing great. I mean, just start there. First of all, you're still here. Awesome. You're doing great. And then like keep stoking that fire in, into really falling in love with the things that are amazing about yourself. That is not selfishness. That's healing our hearts. It's healing the love affair with ourselves. It's important. That's how we decide that we want to be free. Mm -hmm. It's why we decide that we matter to the point that we don't want to be held captive underneath oppressive energies anymore because you love yourself and you want to thrive you get to thrive yeah it's like that beautiful thing about um the more we are willing to self-recognize and self-love then we hold up that mirror outwardly and we teach people how then we need to be met how we are demanding to be met right and how life is going to meet us and how work is going to meet us and how our relationships are going to meet us and how family is going to really meet us because we're holding ourselves at such a caliber of I'm sovereign and I'm sovereign because I recognize that in myself. I'm sovereign because of these, all these actions I'm taking. You and I have talked about this a couple of times about, um, we've talked about morning pages and then lately we've also talked with clients and our readings and then, um, in the be the evidence.live community about the practice of doing gratitude journals of like, of focusing on, I've been doing this with my son. He's been saying like about putting dinner down and he'll be like, ah, I didn't want mushrooms. And I'm like, okay, what are three things that you can say that you're grateful for before you say, I don't want mushrooms of like, how can we shift the conversations about what is it, what we are experiencing towards a place of gratitude? So we can constantly 
be willing to meet ourselves as being really grateful for our healing, for our processing, for our creativity, for our evolution, no matter how messy it looks, because the reality is it looks messy for all of us right now. Right. And where do you want to live? Mm -hmm. Do you want to live in the lower octave of nobody loves me, everybody hates me, everything sucks, life's out to get me, I'm always dropped, it's going to happen to everybody but me. Do you want to live there? Or do you want to live in, I'm really grateful to be here. My heart is full. Every person who is kind to me, I'm so thankful because kindness is kind of rare these days. Mm -hmm. I mean, out in the world, there's so much distress. Any act of kindness is beautiful. Thank God I've got a roof over my head. Or thank God somebody handed me a sandwich. Thank God. Do you want to live there? And then the things that are off or don't resonate with you anymore, that's just a matter of adjustment. You don't live there. You don't, they need to be tended to and healed, but that's not where you live. That's not who you are. Where do you want to live? Who are you? I, I mean, that, I'm real serious about that Leo cancer stuff going on. It really is having us coming back home to ourselves, getting into our heart and go, who are you? Outside of expectations and traditions and what society says is right and wrong. I mean, well, there's some things that are definitely wrong. <laughs> But you're going to get pushback from people who aren't willing to evolve, adapt, grow, believe in themselves. You're going mm -hmm. to get pushback. People yep. who are not willing to heal or change or go a different way, they'll, they will give you the feedback of, what the fuck are you doing? Yep. And you're going to have to believe in yourself and you're going to have to be really brave and walk away from the unlocked cage. I keep getting that image over and over and over about walking away from an unlocked cage and the people around you and their unlocked cages are like, oh, you can't go out there. Mm -hmm. It's not safe. It's not safe. You won't make it. And you go, I think I will. And they go, well, they're going to come get you. And you go, oh, I don't think they will. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go see, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to walk out of my unlocked cage. People who are too scared to, to adapt and grow and go a new way, they're going to tell you that you shouldn't be doing that. Right. And you have to understand that suppressive controlling programming has gotten into them too. It's not really their fault. We've all been, we've all got jacked up programming in our heads and it takes us as individuals to choose to tear down that programming that we've been taught, open up to who we really are as creative, open, vulnerable beings and be willing to go a new way. And if other people don't want to do it, that's their choice. It's okay. But you got to believe in yourself if you're going to do that. Yeah. I keep hearing like the words like um, align and agree, right? Like, and I think there's, for a lot of us for a long time, you, especially as we're children, right? You learn to align and agree with what are the storylines that you're being told within your family structures, within your societal structures, right? And when we're coming out of those unlocked cages and when we see flailing when we see people trying to pull us back it's easy to want to align and agree again with where you've been and to it's like to move that dial towards aligning and agreeing that you're sovereign you being in the planet at this time means that you are sacred that you are entitled to a joy-filled life you are entitled to a heart-led life you are entitled to having your soul completely filled with the experience of being a human, right? Of like aligning and, aligning and agreeing with that there's sovereignty, there's abundance, that there is a universal purpose for all that is transpiring. 
I think how how do you go about making time for that exploration the exploration of like okay uh, who am I and what what do I need to like how do I align and agree as I'm moving forward out of the cage continuously I learned the hard way um, because I'm Pluto and Libra generation and Pluto and Libra generation they're part of our midlife transits is square is our Pluto squaring into the Pluto and Capricorn uh, transit and that has forced us into going all the way down into true, quiet, still sovereignty. It, it is sovereignty, but when you're going through it, it feels like you run out of humans, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, and so getting to the point where it, it just felt to me like I could not go any further until I was willing to sit with myself and figure out who I am. So it takes a whole lot of stillness. It takes a whole lot of hands off and trying to grab the things that you think are going to make you feel less uncomfortable. And it's whenever I'm not in readings or doing you and I doing work together, I, I, I dive into stillness. I Mm -hmm. dive into quiet and I listen for um, something bigger than me, something bigger than programming, something bigger than expectations or traditions or rules. That's quietly telling me, listen, what do you want? Mm -hmm. What do you want? There was one time whenever um, I did a meditation where I was calling out to a future version of myself and I was specific. The version of me, I want to talk to the version of me that has a home that feels like peace, loving long-term relationship, excellent relationship with my son, thriving in my career. I feel at peace. I want to talk to that specific version of me. And I could see where she lived, like the environment around her, what she was doing and everything. Mm -hmm. And I said, how do I get to you? And she said, in every single moment, decide, what do I want to do right now? Do you really want to do what's in front of you? Are you like, no, I don't. Every single choice you make feeds your heart and your identity on who you are in every single moment. Do you really feel like pushing your body that hard? No, I don't. Then stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Do you really want to keep grinding out that job? No. Do you really want to go after a dream that feels like it's bigger than you? Yeah. Go do it. Every single choice you make, every single one. Do you really want to have cereal right now? No, I need some protein. Go get some protein. Every single choice. Mm-hmm. 